95.5. The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. One subject that we love talking about here on The Morning Majlis is the subject of travel. And we do a lot of that here on the morning image, especially me and Abdul Karim. And mm-hmm. uh, I, on this occasion, I would like to say to Abdul Karim, Dobroto zau natrag. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a new phrase that I've just come across. That, <laughs> okay. that means welcome back in Croatia. Oh, okay. Because okay, okay. <laughs> you were just in Croatia right I now. I was, yes. How was it? Oh, my days. Uh, I, I'm very amazed and uh, really impressed by the country. Uh, I'd mm-hmm. say, I mean, uh, the only phrase I learned over there, one of the only phrases, was Dobro Dosli, which was uh, welcome. They say uh, a lot of Dobro in the beginning. Yes. All the words are probably, all sentences, they start with Dobro. I have a feeling that it means good. Dobro utra or something like good morning exactly, something like that yeah, yeah. and dobrodan do, do means you know good day or right. you know hello yeah. in croatian uh, but to be honest i mean it's it's a beautiful country it is uh, a jewel of the adriatic sea and a dalmatian coast so you know 101 dalmatians we all know about that right mm-hmm. you know cruella dobel and 101 dalmatians the dalmatian coast or the do- or dog in fact the breed hails from Croatia. Mm-hmm. So this is also one of the reasons why um, you know the, the dog was named and the, the coast is there and the, it faces the Adriatic Sea, so opposite uh, Italy and Greece. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful destination which I was very, very impressed by and uh, it's something that I you know, not many destinations are there where I think, you know, I really want to go back. Because once you've done yeah. it, you think, ah, halas, you know, you're done. Mm-hmm. I really want to go back to this country once again. Now, I went to Dubrovnik Dubrovnik. Dubrovnik. Not yeah. Zagreb. No, um, th- this is the funny thing. Mm-hmm. Dubrovnik, because it's on the coast, it's great for summers. People from all over the world, especially the United States, come over to Dubrovnik to explore because it, it's where King uh, uh, Game of Thrones was filmed. So King's Landing, right. the house of the Lannisters, the people know of it, is in Dubrovnik. It's in it's in the south and the, that UNESCO heritage site, completely pedestrianized. You mm-hmm. walk into the old town and there's you know it's walled city. It's a medieval city. Um, now, apart from the world of Game of Thrones, um, it was always known to be a very popular cruise destination because it was a medieval town. It has one of the oldest civilization uh, was was there. The old uh, governance and the system that a, that a country had. Uh, to, in fact, it was one of the first countries to recognize the formation of the United States nice. because it was Dubrovnik Republic. Mm-hmm. And um, they were very clever people. And you, you see that, you know, how they use, you know, they, they paid off the uh, Ottoman Empire, gifted them a part of land on along the Adriatic Sea to protect them and how the walled city works, the structure, uh, the welfare system that they had in place. So you learn a lot more about Dubrovnik. So because of its medieval vibes, a lot of people from cruise ships would be going there. But over the last 10 years, thanks to Game of Thrones and, and other movies that have been filmed, uh, it's it's gained a lot of prominence. One thing that I really, really, really admired, and now this this is a shout out to uh, two friends that I made on the trip, <laughs> Yedranko Bautovic. You know, he's mm-hmm. known as what? Uh, what about Bout? His his name nickname is Bout, uh, and and the other person was um, uh, was Ivan, who was one of the fixers of the uh, the Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and and other filming is the love and passion for everyone who works in hospitality for their country is incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, they make sure that you fall in love with the country as well. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. 
And I think direct flights to Dubrovnik, courtesy of our regional carriers here, uh, makes it a, a perfect destination to visit. How many hours was it? Uh, six hours, and but thanks to the dust, told me it was a ten-hour flight. Because <laughs> I know you, my, you my, were my, delayed. My yeah. flight didn't take off for four hours. Uh, I know. <laughs> I saw your Insta stories and yeah. all of that. Um, so while we were here suffering mm-hmm. from heat. Mm-hmm. You were there enjoying the weather, I believe. I was, and uh, you know, we have now the the FIFA World Cup is taking place in the region, right? Mm-hmm. I've found another country to support. Mm. Hands down, I'm going to be supporting uh, Croatia. Mm-hmm. Now, another fact for a lot of people in learning a bit more about the language is Croatia. Uh, in Arabic, there's a separate pronunciation of, for their name. Croatia. Croatia, yes. Mm-hmm. The local language and the actual name of the country. Starts with an HR. You might have seen them on the license plates, maybe on right, the football I team. Right, I did, yeah, yes. especially in the films. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's called Hrvatska. Hrvatska. Yes, that's the original mm. name of the country. And uh, it starts with an I H. I like how you got the accent down already. Uh, it the, rubbed off I'm on a, you. I'm, I'm a local. You know, when I was <laughs> flying back to uh, the UAE, yeah. my wife was, you know, obviously saw me very, very sad. And she was like, you know, what, what's wrong? She's like, I'm Croatian. I want to go back to my country. <laughs> In three days, I've naturalized, self-naturalized myself. And I'd like to go back to, uh, to Croatia. But no, uh, the, in terms of food, uh, they love their seafood. Okay. So they have what they call black risotto. Mm-hmm. So you know how risotto is creamy yeah, and white? Right. It's purely black, this one. I've had that before. I just yeah. didn't know that it was big in Croatia. Oh, massive. Okay. I think because of the the so being so close to Greece and, 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 and Italy, mm-hmm. the, it rubs off, you know, uh, the Venetian yeah, vibes yeah. Yeah, uh, there. But uh, uh, to be honest, uh, a land that I'm really still amazed by and very impressed and, uh, and I highly recommend people to go there because from this part of the globe, everyone goes to London, Paris, mm. Munich, exactly. Berlin. Come on, come down to Croatia, to the Balkan yeah. countries. What about the activities there, by the way? Or water sports. Really? Uh, yes. They're big on their water sports. They're big on their water sports. Now, once again, you mentioned Zagreb earlier. Yeah. Now, Zagreb is a winter destination. It's the capital of the country. Right. It's a winter destination. It's in the north. Um, what's happened recently is now this is an interesting fact that, you know, I mentioned how they paid off the Ottomans with the land uh, to protect Dubrovnik. Mm-hmm. That's the effects of it are still faced today. Uh, Croatia is, is, it wasn't initially completely connected they had a bit of a so Croatians in in split or Zagreb had to drive down to the coast cross into Bosnia and then cross into Croatia because there was no connections right uh, this has happened because when they gifted the land to Ottomans it passed down to uh, to Bosnia and Herzegovina who have the authority over the Neum corridor mm-hmm. which is the nine kilometer strip that divides divided uh, both parts of Croatia Recently, they constructed a, a bridge with 500 million euros called Pelisaki Bridge. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Croatians in, in Dubrovnik, instead of spending five hours to go to Split, would now spend three hours mm-hmm. thanks to that bridge. What's in a bridge? Everything's in a bridge. Connecting nice. minds, creating the future. No, no. Uh, but so the lifestyle there is it heavy on the wallets, or how is, is it oh, like I'd the rest of Europe, or how does lighter it work? on the wallet compared to other popular European destinations okay. like Santorini, Mykonos, or you know yeah the, the tourist destinations. Yeah, the yeah, tourist hotspots. Definitely. The, and the other fact that I loved about Croatia is uh, at the moment they use kuna. 
And in January, they'll become part of the Schengen zone, courtesy of that bridge. Yeah. Uh, so then they'll start using euros completely. They're going to be part of the Schengen. Yeah, they'll be part of Schengen. Yay. Because thanks to that bridge. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because in Schengen, the rule is the country should not have to cross into non-EU territories. Right. It should be one connected. And that Peliasaki Bridge was the last connecting a crucial factor which was opened and it was big news in in Croatia they loved it they're like oh my god you know we're back and connected completely uh, so there's so much to learn and, and admire about the country you know it was funny that you just mentioned yes. about the currency so basically their currency is called kuna as you Kunas, said yes. so i was looking at some fun facts about um, croatia and it turns out that the croatian currency is named after a rodent wow yeah that's that's what it's named after so <laughs> yeah Pretty much. So Croatian money is called the kuna, as we just said, uh, which is the word for the marten. It's a it's a furry ferret-like. Wow. And it's like a little animal. So that's what it's called after. And here is Abdul Karim showing it. If you guys you can yeah. see it on, on, on YouTube. So you probably see it on YouTube later on. But yeah. Yeah. He's, he's holding up the, the currency right, right now. Well, the kuna. The kuna. So this 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 is the, the main uh, uh, transaction that you do. Yeah, so if you're going to be planning, I know a lot of you, there you go for the videos, uh, I know a lot of you will be convinced <laughs> to go to uh, Croatia. Yeah. Um, one thing to uh, bear in mind is before you go over, exchange your money or buy some euros before going there. Yeah. Because uh, at the in the town center where King's Landing is or even other parts, you can exchange in the bank, yeah, maybe, but you couldn't exchange dirhams. Mm. They accepted euros, dollars, pounds, uh, and other currency of, or people who, who frequent that part of right. the world but dirhams they're in you know every exchange shop i went to saying hey i have emirati dirhams they're like no do they speak english like all oh, of them all of them perfect all of them. very well they speak english really well which very is good well. uh, because thanks to more influx of international visitors especially in dubrovnik yeah uh, uh, but other thing is there are no tourist traps you know, and there's no one out there begging or asking for money, which is mm-hmm. good. You know, it gives you a good impression of the city. And I asked our local guides and they told me it's because we follow the same um, welfare system that we had in Dubrovnik Republic, mm-hmm. in Yugoslavia. Yeah. Uh, and, and, that, and, and the fact is that there's only about 40,000 people in Dubrovnik, so everyone knows each other. So if you mess around someone's aunties or uncles will find out and then they'll tell the family <laughs> and it's a family shame uh, so you might have to walk these uh, steps of shame that Cersei Lannister had to uh, walk down so uh, so that is um, uh, the a quick wrap up about, right. about Croatia or Hrvatska or Dubrovnik in particular right. uh, I'd love to go back and yeah that's the verdict that's the verdict Zagreb is good for winter so maybe when winter comes mm-hmm. winter is coming we can go over to Zagreb because it was around, around 26 degrees over there right now right now 26 degrees around. sunny 30 very high, good very good low, weather. low 30s on, on days but uh, uh, but Ivan my local guy told me that the best time to visit is uh, October and September when there's not many tourists around mm-hmm. and hotel for most price. Europe I think yeah hotel yeah. prices go down a little bit so it's good to go then last question did you yes. go to the city Hum, or a town. You know this this city basically, or this town they have in Croatia. It's basically home to what was once the smallest town in the world in oh, the yeah. Guinness Book of Records. Yeah, yeah. So basically, this town is called Hum. It it has a population of only seventeen people. Wow. <laughs> so that must have been also another uh, tourist spot.
if you want to go well, break the record. خلاص, I've got to go Next back time and we gotta ex- go visit hum. explore more <laughs> destinations right now. Right. Well, guys, what we're going to do now is the business headlines. Thank you all for joining this discussion. You can catch this as a podcast uh, later on as well uh, as we talk a little bit more about uh, the, the, the different parts of uh, the globe. Um, we'll play a, a little bit of a, a city trivia Just to get into this thought before we go into the headlines, um, the ne- I, I, right after Dubrovnik, I crossed over the border to another country bordering Croatia, uh, and it's it is one of the newest countries in Europe. It got independent or broke away from its union with Serbia. Uh, in 2006 to be a country on its own. Where in the world can you find Budva, Kotor and Tivat? If you know the answer, text us on 4215. We'll go into the business headlines before Aishel Mazmi asks us to return back to the Dalmatian coast for good. <laughs> Let's move into the uh, business headlines, uh, courtesy of Aisha, and we shall return right after that, continuing the discussions on the Morning Majlis. 95.